Hello. So I am going to talk today about learning how to learn. Um, as we go through our years as students, whether it be K through 12 or in higher ed, um, one of the things that we are learning, aside from the subject matter, the English and the uh, math and whatnot, is learning how to learn. We are learning how to learn in various um, formats. And that is really important whenever we go into our careers after we finish our school. My dogs are barking. Um, the reason for that is this, is whenever you actually go into, quote unquote, the adult world and you have to actually have a, a job where you are, you know, working and providing for yourself and your family, you're most likely going to um, encounter some additional training, especially um, in the technology field. Things are constantly changing, and it, and it is a, our responsibility, those in the tech field, to make sure that we are trying to stay on top of the changes as much as we can. Now, hopefully, if you're like me um, in, the, in the technology field, you enjoy learning everything that you can. It's a little overwhelming, admittedly, but you enjoy it. And one of the ways, there are many, many ways that we can learn, continue to learn. Um, and some of it is through reading, some of it's through podcast, and some of it is through videos, tutorial videos. And in all three of those, the books and the podcasts and the videos, there's good ones and bad ones. You have to find what works for you. What I would think would be awesome some would disagree and, you know, the reverse on that. But it's imperative that we know how to learn from all those mediums. Because the reality is that those are all very viable resources of information that we can learn from. And if our past preference has been through just completely through reading um, and then through um interaction, face-to-face -face interaction, and we're not a fan of the videos, you can try to do the ones that you prefer, but there's going to be times where you just have to do the videos. And what's important is to not fight that. You, you learn what works for you for watching the videos. And from that, you are going to gain new experiences. You may never like watching videos to learn a new particular subject matter, but you are going to learn how to learn watching videos as you do it progressively and repeatedly as necessary. One of the things that worked best for me um, in regards to watching videos, because I do admit, I admit after about 10 minute mark, I kind of like tune out a little bit because I don't have the engagement factor. I kind of zone out and tune out and Kind of, you know, playing with my phone, checking on Facebook, checking my emails, and halfway paying attention to the video by that point in time. But, so, I have a couple of tips that I want to share with you in regards to watching videos. Is one, is break it up into know what your time limit is before you start losing focus on. For me, it's about 10 minutes. Um, if yours is less or more, you know, change it as necessary. And so, break up the the video in chunks of 10 minute segments like I would for my for my case and just take a half hour break and come back to it and so on and so forth whatever you need to do to work for work for you 
because you can spend an hour watching a video, I use watching loosely, because if after a 10 minute mark you're like doing everything else and you don't really get the content out of it because you're doing everything else. You're not, you're wasting 50 minutes when you could just be, okay, I need to take a break from this and do something else, do some writing, do whatever, and then come back to it. So that's one suggestion that I have. Another suggestion that I have in regards to watching videos and getting the content that you need to learn how to learn um, is watch it, the video completely in full once without taking notes. Okay, no notes whatsoever. Just watch it. Just watch them and see what they're talking about and see what they're doing. Just watch it. Then watch it a second time taking notes and even a third time if necessary, depending on the subject and how lost you are on it. But don't take any notes the first time. Wait for the note taking to be on the second or the third time. Because that first time is just kind of your your introduction to it. And you're just figuring out what they're talking about. But the second and the third time, you okay, it's like, I know what they're talking about now. I know what I need to take notes on, what's relevant, what's not. And you'll have a much better experience with it. And you may even decide that you actually like it because most videos, you can speed it up and, re, you know, rewind it and slow it down. Um, you don't have to, you know, worry about, you know, asking a question when the teacher is moving on to something else. There is a huge benefit of watching videos, but you got to know how to do it. You got to learn how to learn from videos. And the same goes for true for books and podcasts. You got to find what works for you. Um, so off of that, you know, where we're trying to, the students need to learn how to learn. I think it's our responsibility as teachers to help them learn how to learn while they are still in the safe environment um, in higher ed or K through 12. And yes, I say that's a safe environment. There's the consequences of failing grades, but in regards to, you know, the working world and you're having your career and your job and your responsibilities and everything else, it is much safer in comparison. And I think it's our responsibility as teachers to help the students learn how to learn in the variety of mediums that are out there. And for that, I th that is one of the reasons I'm a big proponent of the flipped classroom style of teaching. And then I've been using that more and more in the classes that I teach. I incorporate podcasts. I incorporate videos from Ed2Go. I incorporate videos from some of the podcasters. Um, not Ed2Go, I'm sorry, I said Ed2Go earlier, edX.org. I'm sorry, not Ed2Go. Ed2Go is another one that I'm not used yet for them. But it's edX.org. It was some CS50 um, curriculum from Harvard, which is very, very good. Much smarter than me. But anyways, um, so my point is this. I'm As a teacher, it's not, it's not important that all the information comes from me. It's important that the students get the information that they need in these classroom, it, during their, not even the classroom. It's important that the students get the information that they need while they are students in higher ed or K through 12, whatever. That is the ultimate goal. And it's also necessary that they um, 
learn how to learn in a variety of ways. Whether, like I said, be reading, podcasts, or videos. They need to know what they need to do to make it a successful learning experience for them. And that's where we can provide guidance. We can provide, you know, tips and hints. Whether it be someone, you know, who struggles with the reading, who struggles with listening to podcasts, who struggles with the videos. We can give them tips and hints so they can be, they can do it successfully. It's still ultimately upon the student to do, to practice the tips and the hints that we give them. Um, But it's up to us to continue to give them the resources that they need to continue on and hopefully be a success in what they do. So that's my little spiel in regards to learning how to learn and a little bit about why I like the flipped classroom setting. Thank you. Everybody have a wonderful evening. Bye-bye.